broadcasting from a dark basement office. The FBI's most unwanted presents the X-Files podcast. How do you say it? I don't even know, man. Syzygy. We're back in high school. We're watching Syzygy. We are. Yes, that's how you say it. We are. So right off the bat, Detective White can go pound sand. Do you know why? Because she's Wyatt Earp's annoying, nagging wife in Tombstone. Oh. That's who she is until he meets that beautiful girl with the dark hair, right? Dusky Hue, isn't that what they yep. call her? Dark-haired lady? Yeah. Yeah. I did not place that. Term of endearment in the Old West. Did you know that? Dusky Hue? Yep. Marry that girl. Why? Live for me. Remember? Doc Holliday and his dying yeah. deathbed. Get rid of the fucking opium drinking. Pretty sure she was drinking it. I don't even know if that's a thing. But um, <laughs> However you want to get it in you. Yeah, that's her. That's She's the one from Tombstone. That's annoying. God damn. And I don't, like, listen, whether or not somebody is attractive is one thing. But um, can we come out of the gate and can I ask you, I, w- I want to fire off some hard-hitting questions immediately. I got some heat to come right back at you. Let's go. One of the, Rip it one up. Of the, what, which, one of these two girls, which do you prefer? First of all, are they of age? Yeah, I checked. Okay. Don't worry. So which of the two do you, pre- nice. do you prefer? I have, I have um, a little wrinkle into my answer. You have a wrinkle? Yeah. Is it, is it um, dependent on outfit? Uh, it is. Yes, but I didn't want to cop out because, so I think the kind of bug-eyed one is more sexy, but I don't think she's built to last. I think the taller, more kind of mm. like, I got to fuck off some of that baby fat face one is going to be yep. better in the long run. Like that's yeah. the way I'm looking that's, at it. Cur- you're talking curly hair, right? Yeah. Curly hair, big eye is definitely hotter in the moment, but I would, but long-term I'm hitching my wagon to the taller girl. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's you know? a gamble because she could she could heifer right out like by her mid twenties. I mean, could really go the wrong way. I think the tall bird's going to fill out better, but she's still got kind of a baby face. That's why I was like, "Damn, how old are these kids?" Yeah, I'll tell you. I mean, I was like, "Yeah, neither of them are like super hot." And then I looked at Ryan Reynolds in this, and I'm like, "He's not that good looking in this." And <laughs> that yet. dude makes me question my sexuality he's, whenever I watch him nowadays. He's a good looking man with a great body. I'm like, fuck, real nice body on him. In Blade, I is mean, it Blade he's, Three? God damn, he is fucking ripped in that movie. Yeah, he's. Uh, it's funny. You like look back, and you know, I think you always think like, yeah, you're like young mid twenties, like that's when you're the best looking, and maybe like your perspective changes. But a lot of it is just like, oh, you see what like Hollywood people can do with endless time and money, and you're like, wait, why are like all the hottest people in the world in their fucking fifties now? Yeah. Oh, this girl's in the seventies too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'll take her then, but I, but I'm, but I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a limb and say that Margie looks better when she hits like thirty five, thirty six, thirty eight. You know, like that age. Okay. That real like no nonsense age. Margie's the curly hair. Am I correct in this? Mm, No, Margie's taller. Terry's shorter. Terry's like the bug-eyed curly-haired one that I think is hotter in the moment. Okay. That's Terry? Yeah. I'm pretty sure, right? And Margie, I'm going to say, is who I hitch my wagon to long-term. In other words, (laughs) fuck curly-haired, smaller girl, marry taller, like more straight, blonde-haired girl. And and kill Detective White. And kill Detective White. (laughs) 1,000%. The hair, the hair is tough on both of them. It's not great. To be honest. Hey, you know what? Good point. Hey, fucking chap getting our backs as always. Let's look at their current photos and see oh. if you are right. Oh, God. Jay just said <laughs> that Margie's hot now, so so far I'm feeling good about my picks. What are their Let's names? I don't, I, don't have, I don't have the episode info. <clears throat> IMDB. Uh, Lisa Robin Kelly. Holy shit. Yeah, she's, she died at- What? In 2013. That sucks. What? Not, not fun. The 70s? God. The 70s showgirl? Terry. At 43. Terry's she dead? Died. Dead as fuck. Ooh, I think I picked the right one. Sorry. Mm. I'm sorry. <laughs> Too soon? I'm sorry. That was fucked up. Margie's <laughs> holding up pretty good. I would say as far as my hold up picks. Hey, but if you went with Terry, you'd be single again. Yeah, that's true. You get another shot at it. I mean. Well, I guess. Much like he's going to tell me in the cave at the Holy Grail, I choose wisely. Mm. That's that's mm-hmm. fucking dark. So, well, damn, how'd yep. she die at 43? That's pretty young, man. Would she have, like, yeah. some kind of cancer thing? Um, planetary alignment issue. Oh, it was. She was. Yeah. So what you're telling me is Margie ends up winning their fucking mind bullet fight? Yeah, it just took a while. Took a while to uh, work its way. 
Work its way into BP uh, saying drugs. Ooh, OD. Mm. Oh, man, that's sad. Well, I should probably be a scout for this thing. You know, football has scouts. You go to schools and you're like. <laughs> I, I think they call that grooming. Oof. <laughs> and it's and it's some of the grossest of gross. What's funny is, you know, they just didn't even do that back in the day. They're like, yeah, we're just going to get married. You're 14? Let's get married. I need your armies or your dad's it armies. Bleeds, it leads. <clears throat> I got a question yes, for you, sir. Go. I want you to rank these. You have to rank these. Okay. And from, and I know they're all, I know no, you're not feel K about through 12, it. Daniel. High school and you, college. Go ahead. If you have to yes. believe in one, believe these in order or not believe. Should I get out a pencil? I'm not afraid of this well. I'm going to give you four things. Oh, for fuck's sake. And you're going to have to say in order what, what has the most legitimacy. And you have to rank them. Okay. Yeah. Do you, okay. Astrology. I'm warning you. Astrology is one. Okay. Numerology, two. Tarot, three. Crystals, four. And, how, and what, is the, what is the descriptor? <laughs> what do, what, Legitimacy? What do I want you to, yes. Oh, you, God. Gun to your head. You have to, like, even the potential for legitimacy. Okay. And, and not coolness. People in chat are talking about what's cool and what's not cool. Um, I mean, like, okay, if any of these actually had any validity, w- what is the order of the most likely? First of all, it, 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 chat your way off, okay? So it, legitimacy, uh, in other words, like, okay, okay, all right. So <laughs> this is ridiculous. Astrology <laughs> is number one. In terms of In terms of legitimacy against ones that you buy at Target, Okay. <laughs> I can buy crystals, tarot, and tarot at Target. So here's the deal. We're going to go crystals last. We're going to go <laughs> we're going to go tarot right above that because they're both purchasable at a fucking department store, okay? Well, it also like tarot involves the reading of the cards. You don't start with me. <laughs> fucking don't start with me, kid. Crystals then tarot, then numerology, then astrology is number one. <laughs> oh, okay. Right? Well, listen, if, I, I can, if it's made by Milton fucking Bradley, <laughs> then no. It's mass produced I mean, on a toy line. What I like about astrology, or not like about it, but what you have to, what you have to say is that there are actual, it's involving real planetary bodies that theoretically do have some sort of influence through physics. Yes. Right? Ab- absolutely. If the moon is in a certain place, the tide Ooh. does something, right? The chat is coming so hot and heavy right now. Are they smashing me? Oh, I gotta um, open my chat. There's just a lot going on. Just a lot. People talking about crystals. Yeah. Oh, crystals yeah. exist. Yes. I drink fine, delicious beverages out of them, Andrea. Can I admit something to you? Yes, please. And, and to all the listeners out there, my girlfriend, big into tarot. Okay. Owns crystals. All right. I think she's into astrology. She's not. Listen, here's the deal. But I don't, she doesn't like, I think she just enjoys it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if somebody's I, I into tarot, they're probably, they're, pro- they're, they're probably numerology, astrology, and crystals adjacent. At minimum, adjacent. <laughs> I'm not saying they're yeah. going to move in. I'm going to say they're going to shop in that neighborhood. I mean, this is a real thing that happened. Mm. She was like, yeah, like I had a really shitty day at work the other day, and I was like kind of anxious about it. I went to work, and I brought this crystal with me. Okay. <laughs> That's fine, you know? <laughs> was it earrings? No, it was like a crystal in her pocket. Like just a, like a, not part of jewelry, like a loose crystal. Okay, well, that's fine. Okay. She's a nice girl, right? <laughs> <laughs> she's a nice. I'm going to make her listen to this. <laughs> she's a nice girl. <laughs> she's a nice lady, so. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah that was good i enjoyed that yeah. a lot i mean listen there's I, there's i'm pretty sure i'm not a flat earther so i'm pretty sure there's fucking planets out there and there's gravitational you know relations between these planets and maybe they could have some sort of effect on us okay but if i can go to target and right near settlers of Catan buy a book of tarot cards then no <laughs> okay <laughs> talk about the reading of the cards dean well, okay you are on notice. <laughs> are you change, changing me in your category in your phone? <laughs> Hang on one second. Let me just make an adjustment here. So and there we go. Yeah, you know, it's funny because you think it's like people like Friday the 13th. Ooh, and I'm like, 
Guys, think of where we exist in the galaxy and stop it. That's just what I tell people. <laughs> think of where we exist yeah. in the galaxy and then stop what you're doing right now with the Friday the 13th. Right. Or the idea, I mean, but this, this shit is real. And we're gonna, I swear to God, we're going to talk about this episode. But we are kind of talking about it. Yeah, I mean. Like, I have. Yeah, of course. I have other friends. That's weird. I have a buddy who like, I was talking, <laughs> it is weird <laughs> after hearing this conversation. And we were talking about something. I was like, yeah, all this, this has been fucked up and like blah, blah, blah. And I'm having this issues with this person. And he's like, well, he's like, dude, he's like, I mean, of course, dude, Mercury's in retrograde. A male said that to you without <laughs> irony? Without irony. Okay. Yeah. All right. Of, of course, dude, Mercury's in ret- retrograde. Do I know this person? Mm-hmm. Are you playing games with me? Um, not playing games with you. He is the black thunder to my white lightning, as you might know. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. Well, He's also got crystals. Well, when you He's get got, wealthy, you know. <laughs> gotta, He's got crystals in a little pouch on his belt. No, he doesn't. He's got a <laughs> He's got crystal to me. pouch. <laughs> this is these you're trying to upset me. He doesn't have a He's not a <laughs> He's not a Dungeons and Dragons character. He's not carrying a belt. <laughs> With fucking spell components, Josh. He's not carrying a sword or a fucking backpack or a wineskin. You're playing Dungeons and Dragons. Loose crystals in a, in a little leather pouch with a snap button. Okay. This is real. No. No, <laughs> no, real. no, it isn't. You bartended at your wedding. Oh, different Black Thunder. <laughs> yeah, okay, oh, but he's yeah. from, uh, he's an island people, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's an island people. I get it. That's different. I mean, he's from Rochester. (laughs) (laughs) He's not from fucking some Pirates of the Caribbean island? No. Okay, listen. Okay, so when you look at him, I go, fine. He gets. I thought you meant uh, uh, this guy, Matt, we used to know. Because remember, he would call himself Black Black Thunder, and he called me White Lightning, and we made jokes about that. Yep, I remember that. That guy. Um, but no, okay. So who you're talking about? Yeah, he's mm-hmm. he, now listen. He that doesn't surprise me that he can't. First of all, this is his move. Let me tell you about what he's doing. He's a black dork, okay? In mm-hmm. black dorks crush white pussy. Oh my god! Black dude. dorks crush white pussy. In fact, if he were to tell me tomorrow, he feel like, if he was like, "Hey, Dean, what's up? I bought horn rim glasses." I would say, "Of course you did. <laughs> of course, of course you did." You did. With, with no lenses. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, black dorks yep. Cr- crush white puss, especially kind of like sort of insecure nerdy girl push, but puss. But he's also works in a bar, so you're gonna crush puss <laughs> sort of automatically. He covers pretty much all the bases. Yeah. yeah, yep, yeah. He's a black dork. That's what he is. He likes he likes dorky <laughs> shit. He's a black guy. Mm-hmm. So what he is? There's white. There's like white party. dorks. There's black dorks. He's a party black dork. Yeah, he's a party black yeah. dork. Yes, right. Because he like hangs out with you and shit. So like he's got the, but he's more party than I am. Well, no, no, that's true. But like he's, he's, um, yeah, he's not, no, let not Urkel. No, 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 not Urkel. Yeah. That's a nerd. That's a nerd. He's a black dork. Yeah. yeah. You can be a dork and be cool. Absolutely. He's very cool. Sweet, right. sweet guy too. He's Super sweetie sweet. pie. So you know what? Sweetie he gets a pass on crystals. Okay. All right. Just, just him though. Everybody else is on fucking That's notice. right. Because it's not objective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have, a, I maintain a certain moral flexibility to quote Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> And sneakers, right? So, um, so syzygy. Sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, did I derail, derail you enough there? I love that this guy. This guy's name is Deboom. 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 Oh, oh, boom. But Deboom, like French. His last name is oh. Deboom, and they call him Boom. Oh, I don't know if you caught that. I didn't. I thought Boom was just his nickname. Yeah, it's so funny, dude. Um, is it kind of a thing where he's crying about his dead friend? And then he did remind, I love my dead gay son. Remind me of Heather's so much. There's so many, Yo. so many moments in this where I thought of Heather's. This, this episode, and dude, I mean, can we just say we are bearing the lead because we haven't even talked about this episode. Our listeners have been hankering for this motherfucker for, not exaggerating, years. Like, since we started the podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we, you know, people were asking, like, oh, I hope one of them will pick that when we went back in order. I remember, like, people were like, oh, eventually they'll get this as a gene. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And, um, you know, this one came up. We posted it. Comments out the yin-yang. People talking about this Crazy, one. Crazy, right? And actually, the, the very first comment started off by White Death, of course. She said, X-Files meets Heathers. There you go. And I thought, X-Files meets Heathers meets The Craft. <laughs> this kind ah, of rounds the see, that rounds it out more. Mm-hmm. That rounds it out yeah. more. 
So Although you could say that X Files itself kind of covers the, that base. This is true to some extent. Yeah, this yeah. is true. But um, I like how they're just like, we're virgins. Can we get a ride home? We're not safe. Like they're basically telling him, you're going to get a chance to plow both of us. Well, then they literally say that, and he goes from grieving to like to steaming. Uh, can't think of a clever way to say that, but he literally locks up the brakes to pull off the road and <laughs> whip it, whip out his little little date rape stick. He sure does. He doesn't. Um, you know what I like about this kid? You know when he's the star player. You just get that impression. No hesitation. Right. He sees that. He sees that. A lot of a know, lot open, of high school boys open, might freeze open up here. Receiver. Yeah. Exactly. He sees that open receiver. He's gotta. He's gotta make. He's got to thread that ball in there. Right between. He's got to make that pass. Right between the numbers. Right between the numbers. He's got the correct earring pierce too, which is good. I don't want. Uh, I don't want my father to get upset with him. Right, left, left only. Mm-hmm. Just letting. You had both. I did. You were a wild. You were a wild child. I had double fucking sterling hoops, bro. At one point, I, 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 I had four, but that was too much. Ooh, <laughs> I had a single hoop, tight, tight hoop. Not a lot. Yeah, not I, a lot of. Uh, it wasn't. I wasn't like a like a. It wasn't like a Barbados hoop. It was just like a like a <laughs> not, kind of not one of those island not hoops. not an island hoop, more of a like a kind of a silvery goth hoop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. About twelve years after I no longer had an earring, I popped that sucker again for a um, what do you call it? Halloween costume. Me too. No shit. Yep. You did a you did a thing in your house, and I dressed as a pirate. Yeah, I think that's what it was for. And I bought these big gold hoops, and they were brutal. My ear got <laughs> infected. It was nasty. <laughs> you know, you go to fucking Spencer's. Can you believe that people go to Spencer's with complete trust in that place? They buy something, unwrap it, and stick it in their puss. I can't believe anyone would do that. Oh, Sex yeah, like toys at puss. fucking Spencer? Mm. Are, you, are you fucking on crack? You should boil that first. Boil right? it up real nice. And even then, <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, back to the thing. Yeah. And by the way, sex toy sales are up like 300%. Yeah. Thanks. COVID. People are getting fucking so, bored. Saw an article getting about that. real bored. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's uh, it's a thing. Um, I stuck those brass shit Claire's style hoops in, and they're like, ugh, they mm. fucked up my ear. That was a good party, Josh. Good party. That was a great party, man. That, like 15, that grog. That years grog ago. we had. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> that was my 24th, mm-hmm. I think. Wow. Yeah. A lot of swords there. A lot of real swords. That's how you know it's a good part. That's how you know you're dealing with white dorks. <laughs> a lot of dude. white dorks. Oh, white dork city. Holy shit. Yep. Yeah. Um, Speaking of dorks, but, this kid is not yeah. a dork. He pulls over immediately. He's like, I'm going to fucking plow. Right. Take me to plow town. And then uh, cut to uh, cut to crime scene. We get the sheriff discovering his little, his bow jangle and dangling. Bow jangle and dangling is crazy. And that the, the girls are just chilling up there on that sleeping bag. By the way, did he get to plow? No. Oh, damn. That's fucking no. dark. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't know. I mean, they're they're definitely like. Permit, permis- they're DTFs. Right. Yeah. They're talking a lot about it. So why, well, if you're going to kill this dude anyway, why wouldn't you? You know the you ones know? though in high school that would talk all about it. It was a quiet one that was fucking shagging the whole football team. Mm. Sometimes those loud brash chicks, just like the loud brash boys, weren't fucking anybody. And you know what I was thinking about? What's that? Um, so they had this long, like upwards panning shot mm. of the the rope right around, uh, you know, that he's hung on. Please regale me. It goes up a long <laughs> way. <laughs> long, and I was actually thinking about the physics of. Do you know how fast his head would have been? ripped off his body fucking, if that rope was strong fucking enough. Fucking Alex Honnold over here fucking scaling the cliffs with that thing. <laughs> Dude, the fuck? Either you throw a, a, a adult, granted teenager, but adult-sized body off a fucking cliff like 30, 40 feet, either that ne- next breaking or his head's going champagne. Physics demands, demands a fucking sacrifice. <laughs> yes. One of the two. It's going to be a sweet release. <laughs> Goddamn, dude. Mm. Well, they find him, and uh, we uh, we start in on pretty funny shot. Rob Bowman's great, right? The crossroad yep. shot I like um, that them her going right and then them going left. They they hold on the crossroads. And by the way, excuse me. This is the high school emblem. Could that be any more like a like a black Philip fucking monster? Oh, absolutely. Damn, dude. Absolutely. That's a uh, that's a horny beast right there, my friend. A horny beast. And uh, <clears throat> speaking of which, um, can we talk about shitty Joel Edgerton? I call him. Shitty, Joel, Shitty Edgerton. Joel Edgerton is the guy that comes in and breaks up this funeral. And I'm like, oh, oh this poor God, guy. He's suffered guy. too. And he's like, my kids are, are scared. I'm like, hey, dickhead, Wait, their kids are dead. And you're in here yelling <laughs> about your scared kids in someone else's funeral? The fuck is the matter with you? 
Wait, who the hell is uh, Joel Edgerton? Oh, dude, he's is, the. Is that he, the actor? Yeah, he's awesome. He's, he's in Black. Is Mass. he in the new? He's in that Black Mass movie with Depp. He plays the fucking uh, corrupt FBI guy. Oh, okay. He's got that okay, kind of please. wide boxy face. He's a good actor. I yep. like that guy. But this guy has that like wide boxy face. That's why I call him Shitty Joel Edgerton. Yeah, you know Joel. I think he said Joe. Oh Joe, no no no! John. Joel Edgerton's Joel? badass. This is Shitty Joel Edgerton. Okay, okay. I'm tracking. You know who else I thought this guy is mm. or could be? Mm. Not literally, but just in, in terms of like the, the personality of him. Because he's like so, I mean, he is the most like pitchfork wet. He's, wet. he's a principal, by the way? Yeah. High school principal. Awesome. Cool. In good hands. In good hands. This guy is the first guy in the cult that lets the cult leader fuck his wife and then like brags about it to the other people in the cult. Yeah, he becomes like a big time sort of like proselytizer. Is that how I say it? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, this is a guy who has like zero, like he has leadership in a way that like he's very vocal, but like- But he's more he like a demagogue, be... right? Because he just takes advantage of like the emotional situation he's in. Right, and he has no essence himself. He has to like latch onto something and then like bang that drum really loud. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Mm. Yeah, they don't like Detective White and the Chat either. We already sorted her out. She's a kill. We fuck, we uh, fuck bug eyes. We marry the, the the one who's alive, and then we kill Detective White. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's fucked up. By the way, uh, all three of them are not. The nineties are not doing great things for their hair. I'll just demagoguery. That I think I'm not demagorgon. No, demagorgon. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, should we, I mean, we'll, we'll kind of run through it, but what do you, um, what do you think about this, this play with, uh, with white and Mulder? Um, I think I didn't love it until it was explained by giving me astronomy, astrology, excuse me. Mm. Like then I was like, okay, fine. Like if we're supposed to believe their outfits are getting crazier, it's almost like, it almost has a Cthulhu kind of feel to it without being as cool as Cthulhu because it's like you see everyone starting to be affected. That's why I kind of wish shitty Joel Edgerton would have ramped up his psychosis. I guess he does. He ends up with a shotgun walking down the street. So Yeah, but he comes on. He comes on strong early. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I wish. That's a good point. That's actually a really good point. Yeah. I wish that, that he had been. I mean, barging into a funeral and, and like running up to the pulpit, like a funeral you're not involved with, that's. Eh, that's pretty crazy. Right. Yeah. It's pretty fucking that's crazy. That's fucking, that is unbelievably insensitive and cruel. Like it would have been better to have like him, like, you know, like maybe the funeral's over and it's a reception he, or whatever you call that. <laughs> I always fuck that up. <laughs> Wake or whatever. What's the thing after the reception or after the f- funeral when you're like hanging out talking? Cry. Is that still the funeral? I think that's just the hanging out talking part. Okay. You're hanging out talking yeah. and he's like, He's off the side, and he's kind of like quietly respectful, like funeral volume voice, but but agitated, talking to other people about like you know, like he was there to. I like to this. Be part I like of, this rewrite. Yeah, this right? is better. But then he's then he's getting like, I mean, he's clearly agitated, and like, but it almost sounds reasonable. Like, mm-hmm. hey, like this is the the second kid, the third kid die. Like, what is going on? We need, we, we got to do something. The cops are not, you know. Mm-hmm. Start a little bit more reasonable instead of like yeah because that, because we're right ramping up unreasonability that. throughout the whole episode. That's part of the shtick of the fucking you know cosmic implications here, right? right. And, and can we just cut off the chat? Obviously, you marry Scully if she's in. If she's let's not. Let's, let's not be stupid, people. Come on, come on, people. Um, <clears throat> yeah, she can't even be included in any of these because it wouldn't be fair. Now, is Mulder? It's funny because Mulder comes off as he's defending his partner, and then he sort of steps away and lets her take some. You know what I mean? Like, what is he doing here? What, is he playing games in an attempt to entice Detective White? Uh, absolutely. Okay. That's what I thought. I too. think. Yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> it is kind of funny how it, a lot of people kind of compare this. I think there were some comments about it that it kind of, um, there's some comparison in some ways to bad blood. Okay. You know, you have, they're on a case, there's the local law yes. enforcement, there's their different perspectives, they're kind of, <clears throat> there's like a little bit of cattiness between them, there's a little bit of jealousy between them at times, mm-hmm. um, you know, the there's somewhat of a possibly romantic or s- some some kind of interest in the local law from one of them, Scully, and, and uh, one of the Wilson brothers there in that case. Sure. Um, that movie, that but, episode is really good, man. Right. That, and it, well, and it's, I think it's more, it's more just straightforward comedy. Yeah, yeah. Versus there's a lot of funny moments in this, but I think as you're going into it, it's a little bit more subtle. Like you're, you're not sure, like was, is Mulder just being fucking weird? Yeah, he's, he's acting odd. <clears throat> like this is not. And kind of douchey to be frank. Yes. Right? This is not on its, 
on its cover a comedy episode, which is an interesting interesting way to go about it because there are there's a lot of episodes that are just straight up sure comedic episodes, right? Especially a lot of uh, <clears throat> Morgan Darren Morgan's episodes we've talked a lot about, and then there's a lot of episodes where there'll be a funny line or two, but this episode is is a little bit less common where it's this is a straight up X file, you know, definitely a kind of scary, kind of crazy thing happening. But there's a lot more kind of comedic beats, yeah, and that that can be a tough to handle because you're like, all right, we're not we're not just setting up like a lot of funny stuff's going to happen. We're going to try to take this seriously, and yet we're also going to really have fun with some of this stuff. Part of the problem so, that's part of the problem with the episode, I think, and I really like the episode. Don't get me wrong, but I don't love it. And I, I, I would, yeah, maybe we should just go right with that. Yeah. I don't think you're as high on this episode as I. Am. I like, or, I like it for sure. I just don't love it. Yeah, um, as a lot of listeners are. I mean, a lot of listeners are coming with hard loves. Yeah, I see. I see that, um, and I definitely enjoy. It. I, I, it's it was fun to watch, and I and I watched it twice. I definitely watched it again, but I think I was a little taken aback at like the fifteen minute mark when the girls are at school, and we go from them being pretty sinister to really like it's almost this is to your point the craft part where we're doing like. It's, it, it plays really for comedy, like this whole scene with the basketball team. And I was like, whoa, that's, that felt a little weird to me. Do you know what I'm saying? Until they crush the kid behind the Until they crush the, the kid behind the bleachers. I was like, whoa, what the fuck? <clears throat> so it like oscillates here, and then it kind of oscillates back to like, holy shit, they just fucking they put that kid through the goddamn blender cheese grater. <laughs> I, uh, this episode came out, what, 95? So Makes I was, sense. So whatever, I remember when I got to high school and they had those kind of, I thought about that, this scene, every time, like I looked at those like bleachers being open, thought about like, getting, getting crushed oh, behind shit, it. Right. Yeah. Um, I love how, yeah. I love how they open the fucking bleachers while the kid's dead in there and all the kids are still in the stadium. Yeah. Just, in, in just the gymnasium out. rather. <laughs> mm, no big deal. <laughs> we'll tough, tough it out. Awesome. But, yeah, uh, they go uh, fucking Bowman rules. He's got so many great shots in this. That shot where we come in and we zoom in on the girls after he gets crushed in there, and they just got like that hair light on the back of the girls. It looks so badass. Yeah, he's got so yep. many great shots in this episode. There's a lot of of that good. Um, I mean, when the when their powers are going off, there's a lot of dark lighting. There's a yeah. lot of there's a lot of nice shots, and you know these two two young actresses here. I think they do uh, they do a admirable enough job. I would in the agree. Role, I would agree. I think. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna. Uh, I, I was almost debating going back on uh, on my selection of the of the girls, but <clears throat> I can't. I can't argue with your logic. Oh. But just some of the some of the shots that um, that Terry there, her eyes. She's got some peepers. Yeah, man, got some peepers. Yep, 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 yep. She just has more. Like what it is. Here's what it is. She has a more mature face. At, do you know what I mean? Sure. Like she yeah. she has more more. She's more angular. But that's mm-hmm. but. But that's why I said let let's see how they play out age wise. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was thinking about like obviously like you were asking like the, these actors and actresses are, they're almost all in their twenties like they almost always are right? right. Thank God. Right, and I was <clears> thinking <throat> I I mentioned this. I just watched Stranger Things uh, season three. Mm-hmm. I had like watched the first couple episodes never never had, and then Lady and I went back through watched uh, one two and th- into three yep. and. Um, it was funny. I was saying like, you know, like TV shows with like high school people, they never actually cast like high school age people. Except in that. And, <laughs> and then, right. And then like how, how much you actually wouldn't watch that. And it's funny because like there's a lot of that season, some of that season where it's dealing with like their, and if they're, if they're high school, they're probably what, like freshman, sophomore age. They're like 14, 15 in that show. Uh, yeah, I think probably. that's how it goes. The kids. Yep. Yeah, don't want to watch that. I don't like teenagers. Yeah, I, I, I hate. I, them. I was saying that too, actually, on the pod. <laughs> I, 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 I like teenagers are maybe the worst things out there, and and you can say that because you were a teenager at one point, mm-hmm. and odds are you you fucking suck big time because you're a piece of shit and you don't know you're a piece of shit. Cur- you think cur- you know everything? Oh, God. oh it's intolerable. Oof. Yeah. So that's why, like, everything, uh, because I always thought about that. I'm like, well, obviously, you have to appeal to, if you want people to watch, like, a high school movie, you, it can't actually be, like, high school, because it would suck. Totally. It would, it would be filled with, like, people that nobody else would ever voluntarily spend a, a, a <laughs> moment with that's over high school age. 
that's why, man, I think back of like guys in their like early 20s that were dating high school girls. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fucking, I thought it was weird at the time. Looking back, it's even grosser. Yeah. Because not even is it like creepy and gross, the age discrepancy, even if she's fucking 18. Mm-hmm. Like that's not a, like you're 22 and you're going to voluntarily spend time with an 18 year old. Yeah. Because back then as a 20 something year old guy, you don't know anything already anyway. But now right. when you look back on it, you go, man. I'd rather mm. fucking hang myself. Yeah. You know? I Yeah. And I just always think about how intolerable I was. Right. I know I was. Right, exactly. But didn't know it then. Yep. Didn't know it. Totally, man. <sighs> um. Anyway, so yeah. So our, our, our kill count here is racking up. What, how many have we got so far? What What's the uh, the bleacher? Bleachers is number... Uh, three. That's three, right? Yep. So we get the, 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 the one b- that happened before. Yep. Which actually, I believe that was the third. Or, um, or no... Um, Ryan fucking Reynolds is the third. That's what uh, Detective White says. Oh, okay. So we got off camera kills. So there are two off cameras. Okay. Reynolds is the the third. Then we guess get, we're up to four. Then yeah, four behind the bleachers. Yeah, gotcha. Um, yeah, and the this this element of the I don't know what you call it. Is it, it's almost like mass hysteria, but not really. Like, uh, oh yeah, and the cat. The, uh, so you got another body, right? The cat fucking necklace is not the next scene. <clears throat> yes. Yep. More or less. That's, that's after. That's after they go to uh, Doctor Godfrey's house, who, who's doing some <laughs> doing some cross dressing. That's dress just random, randomly thrown in there. A little dress up. That I think that was supposed a... to be funny, right? See. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, right. I think so. I think he was. I think the joke was, "Holy shit, am I literally being arrested for this?" Yeah, and then we're like, okay. oh no, I think we're here for something else. He's like, oh, whew. Or was it like, oh, he he really is a monster because he put on woman's clothes? Yeah. That makes him a monster? That's possible. It's 95. That's so what we're doing? It's, it's 95. I got another important question for yeah. you. What would you say are naked movie star games? Naked movie star games. I don't know, but I have a feeling it involves um, some sort of conspiracy uh, with uh, people not old enough to make decisions for themselves because Hollywood's replete with monsters. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure if it's not going to be the obvious thing, I guess. That's an odd choice of a line, right? It is. <laughs> they're, they're playing naked movie star games. That's your boy, Shitty Joel Edgerton. Shitty Joel Edgerton. Yeah, yep. What does that even mean? I don't know. Naked movie star games. I guess inferring, uh, is that games that a movie star would make other people play naked? Perhaps it's just a bunch of naked movie stars playing games. Okay. Sexual games. Hmm. Somebody said casting couch, but like you're not a movie star if you're on a casting couch. Yeah, if you're a movie star, you're not on a casting couch. Right. If you're on a, if, you're, if you're a movie star, you're on a casting couch in fucking Malibu. <laughs> <laughs> what What was the first line in this? You're that like made gulp. You... Now I'm gonna go get in my Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> was there Was there any lines that actually made you be like, oh wait, this is this is fucking funny? Yes, and I'm trying to remember, or or line or moment or yes. whatever. Um, uh, I don't even think she's real blonde. I fucking cracked up. Oh, Scully yeah, with that Scully. tag. That was amazing. <laughs> it was good. It's a good deadpan. Um, and that, that fits. There's a, I think my favorite one mm. and it's later in the episode. By that point, you're definitely like onto something, but that completely out of nowhere, wildly <laughs> inappropriate when Mulder says, this might be the wrong time, but somebody is wearing my favorite perfume. <laughs> and it was the guy, man. And Scully just storms out. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. So this First whole of all, element. Can I just say something? Yeah. You know, a man has a favorite perfume on women. Number one, don't do that. <laughs> I think a lot of guys do. You think so? Right? You know a you know a name brand perfume that you prefer on women. I, I don't personally, Me but neither. like I don't. I've never bought perfume for a girl, nor have I ever bought cologne for myself. Yep, I bought cologne I'm one just, time, and that was that. Yeah. I was like, why? Am, what um, is this? This is ridiculous. But but we're white dorks, so we are white we, we dorks. Know. Yeah, I think I think freshly showered. I think there's works a lot of guys. You know, freshly showered would, works for me, or even you know maybe been pulling weeds all day. I don't care. That might work for me too. So a little little salty. Yeah, you know fresh what I mean. Salt. Fucking fresh just salt, got back yeah. from the beach. That works. Ooh, you yeah. know what I don't need to be like you know we're playing kissy kiss and wherever that happens to go, and I'm like ugh, ugh what's this in my mouth? Ugh, <laughs> what's this floral? It's fucking worst. <laughs> I'm like ugh. You know what I mean? That's disgusting. Lady, ladies in the chat, please tell me if a, a man has bought perfume for you. Because I... You know who I bought perfume for? My mother. Okay? Your mother. I think... I was like, what should right. I buy my mom? And I asked, you know, her fiancé. 
And he's like, well, she likes perfume. I'm like, cool. It's on Amazon too. It ain't done. You know, like, you know what I'm saying, man? Like, but fuck. Anyway. VP says, I know the favorite, his wife's favorite. I think that makes sense. That, right? Like his wife's favorite for perfume. I guess. But it's not his favorite. If you're into that. I don't know. Everybody says no. I, I would figure like that would be a shit like a creepy guy would do. Buy perfume for his wife? Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, like okay. buy perfume for. Yeah. yeah. That, like that. What, what, <laughs> yeah, what, what, can, what fucking world is this? We got like almost universal nose in the chat. For, <laughs> Millie goes, now nah, that's weird. I would feel like they're classically conditioning me or something. <laughs> <laughs> grooming, Millie. They are grooming Ugh. you. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad. I come, come over here. I'm going to put this in your stocking for Christmas. Oh, Hang on to God. it for a few years. Mm. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, we earlier in the chat, we asked about Brenda. Is Brenda the Ouija board girl? yeah who's mm. scott's girlfriend yeah well can we talk about that party because it is a disaster <laughs> you don't like live i do i like that song a lot all over you, all over. i like that song all right what part's the disaster so it's a bunch of cute girls sitting around at a party doing a ouija board i guess yeah, i this guess seems, i guess this is more like middle school behavior with high school girls it, it who strikes me as a middle school behavior 23 year old actresses not a not a dude at the party so maybe no. this would break out i don't know but they seem a little, very, a little old for this well this is clearly like a parent approved party right fair enough this is true yeah, yeah. says says i i have a party and we play D D. so what the fuck am i talking about <laughs> Like what the yeah, fuck? Yeah. Our parties where we play like fucking board games yeah. and 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 you want to roll up a Star Wars character? You want to play a quick session? Fucking sex magnets. <laughs> By the way, I love that it says Satan. That's kind of gangster as fuck. Yeah, that's cool, man. Milton Bradley said so. <gasps> oh my god, <laughs> Milton Bradley. Oh yeah, where's? <laughs> Please fit Ouija board into that. No. I'm, where, where do I'm you done slot? with you. That's right <laughs> near asshole. That's right near Monopoly. <laughs> so, so, so it's right below tarot. Above crystals, below tarot? Yeah, although it seems to be more cinematic, doesn't it? Ouija boards yeah. get more love in, in cinema. They do. Yeah, you know, tarot is kind of, it's in cinema, but Ouija board is like the, man, that's the, Yeah, tarot means more shit. love, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, um, you know, Dean, it's all about how you read the cards, mm, buddy. Man. <laughs> Liking this, I'm like, and I found a button. I can hey, poke. is orange juice concentrate good in a vodka bottle? Oh God, fuck, man. This scene of the two of them in, indulging in their odd little vices with the fucking saber dance just blasting on the TV. That fucking like every fucking channel is playing that music. Yeah, so weird. So I, dude, that element I loved. Yeah, it was weird, but, right? Yeah, so it was in a, actually in the original script, it was going to be Clockwork Orange. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's a little bit too on the nose. Okay. I really I like this. This weird black and white. It's kind of comedy, but it's it's weird. Also weird, yeah. creepy, and kind of like frenetic. That, that frenetic energy, I think, really hits it well. Um, and I agree. I I keep beating around the bush with this question. Hit me. But what do you think of this whole? What do you like or not like about how they handle this this kind of developing mass hysteria, which, you know, we are maybe led to believe is about, you know, Uranus and Mercury and the cross and I like Neptunes it. and Ascension and whatever. I like it. But you don't love it. I don't love it, but I, lo- I like I it. I guess, yeah. What, what would... I don't know. What's holding... Yeah, what's holding you... I wish I could tell what's you. holding you back? I, I, you know? Yeah, I think, I think what... I think why this is a strong like for me and not a love is because I was very... I I was anticipating more Dihan Diverlitz and less um, bad blood. Do you see what I'm saying? Like less okay. comedic beats and more like this is dreadful. And because there are dreadful moments, absolutely, but then there's absolutely. So so okay. to be clear, the problem is me. I I had an expectation going in like, whoa, this is going to be like two. And, and I expected a couple of funny lines, but I think by and large. A lot of the hysteria plays for gags. Do you know what I'm saying? I, absolutely, especially with Mulder and Scully. Right, and um, that's that's. So I went in thinking like this hysteria. I was like, oh, okay, I see what's going to happen here, and I started to think this is going to go more into the territory of the frightening and the macabre, and it and it and it is, but it also is 
the edge is taken off through humor, which I typically love. I love Bad Blood, and I also love Dihan de Verlitz. And I think this is maybe doesn't benefit from trying to be both at the same time. Do you know what I'm saying? So on those two episodes, I absolutely love, and on this episode, I like. And I think it's because of that sort of dynamic. Does that make sense? Would you Would you say it has an identity issue? Maybe that's what I'm trying to say. I I, I don't want to. I don't know if that no, because that kind of seems harsh. But maybe it's well, just a little. Maybe I, it's just a little confused. Like it's you know because you're you're basically saying you're you're referencing two episodes that you love. Yes. That there are characteristics of both those episodes in this one, sure. But does it not to, to you? It just kind of reminded you too much of like ping ponging back and forth versus carving out like a, a new niche. I think that's probably a good way to say it. Ping ponging back okay. and forth. I like. I think it was if I can refine my uh, my descriptor better. I think it was a question of it's the when the moments came. I think because it started with a jarring like approach right up until the bleachers killed that kid. I was like, whoa, weird. And then it kind of just kept going back and forth. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. Into the second half of the episode. Like at the fifth, from the 15 minute mark till the end, it kind of ping, ping pongs back and forth. The good yep. news though, is that as the episode progresses, the graphics on ping pong get better. Do you see my, I'm going to continue your analogy. Yep. So yep. I feel like it starts to course correct as the, as the episode ends, which is why I still really like it. Um, Let me throw a hypothesis out there. By all means. Thinking about why a possible reason I might dig this a little bit more than you and some of the listeners, I think the listeners that like this a lot are listeners that have watched it a lot. Aha, that's fair. I think this is an episode that once you, and when you look back on it, I think, you know, you remember maybe a couple of those, like a couple of the violent scenes, a couple of like those bleachers collapsing sure. or, or whatever. I remember that thing in the garage, but you definitely as you come to love the characters, you, you think about those moments between Mulder and Scully, some of those funny lines, the sure, fine, whatever, glove snap. Big macho the, man. A big macho man, that shit. So that expectation is already set. And I think maybe another thing, and this is just me thinking, yes, there is a serious element of, of this, <clears throat> you know, pretty horrific killing that's going on, but it's being perpetrated by two kind of shallow, kind of like, you know, don't have like a lot of depth. They certainly don't have any kind of um, high objectives. These two teenage girls just happen to have powers versus dealing with Mrs. Peacock, who is or or is a agent of sure. the fucking devil. Instead, I think the, the reason, it, one of the things that kind of works for me about it is that it is kind of like, in a way, silly that these two girls happen to have these powers by complete matter of coincidence and you know are are using the powers as you would figure fucking high school girl girls boys anybody high school level maturity would just to their every beck and whim like I not no kind of like grand plot and then as everybody else is getting caught up in the in the same forces that are really centralized on them their behavior is getting more high schoolish, right? I mean, that's what it is. Like Mulder and Scully start acting like a couple high school kids. They're, there's this jealousy and like snippets and like little backs and forth and digs on height and macho man shit. And it's like, everybody's kind of reverting to this silly, shallow high school kind of behavior. I like that. And, you know, I never considered the angle of them reverting to high schoolish behavior. That's a, that's actually a, an interesting premise. Yeah, you know, petty. you know who I really like. I like the astro- astrologer lady. <laughs> Do you love that she's like the most professional and businesslike person in in this she episode? Kicks ass, she- dude, and she's kind of funny. Yeah, you know, like she has sass. I like her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that descriptor of suggesting that it's almost like there are aspects of these girls' personalities playing out in Mulder and Scully. I didn't even think about that. Um, so yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's cool. And and the rest of them too, Detective White. I think yeah, right, you- right, right. Definitely great comedy. I think um, the shitty Joe Edgerton, that that paranoia, that level of hysteria from the other side, that could have been uh, better developed because that kind of just seems like it was there and it continued to be there. Maybe got a little bit worse, but it was kind of just bad the whole time. Right. So I, th- I think if that escalated more in, in sync with, you know, Mulder and Scully and Detective White behavior kind of getting goofy then that might have tied tied together better i I, you know what i bet they were trying to you know i'm thinking about it more what i bet they were trying to do with him 
is make you realize the intense situation that they've walked into. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like okay. by suggesting like he is a mouthpiece for the way the town feels because you've already walked in on this is murder number two in a short span because Detective White didn't give us that at all. Detective White's just like, we're going to talk about Satan. It wasn't, you know, maybe maybe some of it falls on Detective White to have been, this is really bad. Our town is gripped in fear. This is our second. Like she never really, she just felt like she was going through the motions to me. I, I wonder if I would feel different about this episode if I liked Detective White more. That could, there could be a hang up there for me. She's not, yeah, and maybe that's... Yeah, that could be a part of it, as I'm, as I'm thinking about it. I, I came in with baggage on her because of the whole fucking Tombstone movie, but... <laughs> that's fair enough, but she's also, she's not, I mean, she's not ugly by any no, means. No, 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 you no, know? no, not at all. But she's not... She's a tall, statuesque not, woman. Yeah, but she's not, like, breathtaking. She definitely has, like, a grandma haircut, mm-hmm. and she's not, I'm not saying the actress, but the character is not particularly charismatic in any way. And she certainly doesn't seem like a very good detective. She's sort of bland, I guess, I guess. Yeah, you know? bland and kind of just like doesn't really take initiative at any point, buys basically all the shit that is, is pushed to her. Sure. And in complete contrast to Scully. But, you know, a lot of this said about the writing of this episode that, you know, Chris Carter really had in mind the shippers with, with some of the writing of this episode to really poke and have fun with the people that really wanted Mulder and Scully to get together. So to introduce this dynamic of somebody who is so obviously not at Scully's level, not just in terms of looks, but in professionalism. Yeah, maybe they wanted to mute her to accentuate the ludicrousness of the situation. I'm not sure, right. you know? To, to, to make it like even more unbelievable that Mulder would kind of like fall for, you know, fall for this lady so quickly. Unless he's trying to make Scully jealous. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, you know, it's uh yeah, good points all around. I, I wouldn't be surprised if multiple viewings altered uh, my opinion of the episode into a love. But um yeah. yeah. God, there's so many good shots in this. Like when 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 Mulder is in the garage talking to the aged better girl, uh mm-hmm. Mar- Mar- Margie, thank you. And she's sitting on the car in the Letterman jacket and he's sort of kneeling down. <sighs> just the lighting of that scene. It's really good. Yeah, it's, it's good. just really good. And I do like that back and forth a lot. Margie and Mulder are there, and then Scully and Terry and Detective White and the mob yeah. are, uh, are out at the other thing going back and forth in that building confrontation. And uh, the music in it is good, too. Like yeah. The music is it, the music definitely plays on the series that side. Fur, fur. That's been used a couple times in creepy yep. the creepy moments of the show. And there's like some Gregorian chant yeah. kind of elements oh, at yeah. times too. I'm like, what the hell is with that? That's cool. And and that's definitely some not something that you would expect in bad blood. So to your point, there's like a that is definitely out of like they these straight serious kind of X Files episode. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the music never fails ever. Yeah, and then uh, our climax here. I do like right? I do like the confrontation at the end. It, it, this becomes another "What did we do?" episode, <laughs> right? <laughs> like much like Dion Verlitz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like uh, I like the build up. I like everything uh, everything shaking, all the guns going off. That that music of that video loop. That <laughs> I like that, and I think you know if. You know, and I'm thinking more about what you said. If the episode had been built more differently, like that could have been a kind of scary ass scene. Like that music, that frenetic kind of like creepy, weird music, and all this stuff happening. But as it is, it's it's not it's not not scary, right? But it's but it, it yeah, I don't know. It, it is what it is. Yeah, it's this. Uh, the, I think this final scene plays pretty well. I like the I like the strobing lights. I like the close shots of the girls' faces. The weapons going off just sort of the chaos that ensues around the saber dance playing on the TV. I don't know what that, that show is called, but I just know what that music is called and it works because it's chaotic, you know? Yeah. What's it called again? The saber dance, I believe the saber dance. Yeah. It's an Armenian composer. I don't know his name. Cool. Some fencing shit. Saber dance. Cool. I think Um, he's Armenian. I might be actually wrong about that, but I believe it's called the saber dance. I wish I'd asked you to grab the audio of that astrology lady when she goes into the, her um telling Mulder about the explanation of why everything is going crazy like oh, high intensity co- cosmic, cosmic G's oh my god oh, she's yeah. funny man she <laughs> cracked yeah. me up that was good um, um i i have it do you want to hear it sure all right let me turn it up here give me yeah. just a second bum, bum, bum. you said that you knew why people were behaving so strangely around here well, the same reason that my dog's been trying to mate with the gas barbecue for the last two months. You said it was planetary. 
Once every 84 years, Mercury, Mars, and Uranus come into conjunction. Mm, Only this year, Uranus is in the house of Aquarius. That's a bad thing? Bad like an Irwin Allen movie. I mean, things <laughs> are going to fall out of the sky. Disaster lies in wait, especially around here. Why here? Well, we're in a geological vortex, a high-intensity meridian. Hell yeah. A cosmic G-spot, all culminating on January like, 12th that? when the planets come into perfect alignment, which would be today. Hey. But, but why is this affecting everyone? Well, some people more than others. Relationships are going to suck. Significant <laughs> dates can exaggerate the effects. What if today was my birthday? Then I'd say happy birthday. <laughs> Unless, of course, you were born in 1979, and then I'd call the police. You'd have a Jupiter-Uranus opposition, forming what's called a grand square, where all the planets align into a cross. All the energy of the cosmos would be focused on you. That's cool. So that right there, that's that's your that's Dean Martin's official number one on the list of of legitimacy. <laughs> that that definition right there, <laughs> compared to the Mel and Bradley games, yes. <laughs> hey, you son of a bitch! Another great shot, by the way, is mm-hmm. when is it is it White and Scully in the car together when the birds fall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they, they get out of the car and they step and they're directed to step, obviously, in front of the lights of the headlights. That's really blocked yeah. well. It's just badass. And then they slide yep. away. The wind comes through. I mean, woods behind them, the light. We love light behind subjects in, at night. And then mm-hmm. when we switch angles to the goddamn dancing torch lights, very medieval. I love that. Yeah. That's, I, that's total right walking up to Frankenstein's castle. Cachaturian. That's the composer. Thank you, BP. Oh, nice. Um, Armenian, you say, yeah? I thought I cool. said Armenian, but I know it is the sa- what, what did I call it? Maybe I called it something else. I thought I said saber, Sab- saber dance. Saber dance. Yeah. Yep. You got it right. Yeah, good stuff. I like that. Yeah, that bird thing. And that's kind of, it feels biblical. Dead animals falling out of the sky. Right. But I like cosmic implications. You know me and the old gods. I love me some Cthulhu action. Right. And there's, you know, you. Obviously, you don't have to buy it, but at least she has an answer for like, why is this only happening right here, right, right now. now? Sure. Right? Because that's what I always think is like goofy about like people that like look at their horoscopes and I'm like, yeah, like everybody born in those 30 days at that. Yeah, they all have. I'm like, you know, you're talking about like five, six hundred million people. Sure, sure. Are born in each of those months. Like, yeah, they all have the same same guidance. Well, you wonder that like. What like a year a, a a year a day and a time? There's probably a lot of people born at the same like exact same birthdays. I would be willing to bet pretty fucking close. Mm-hmm. Just just statistically speaking, on the fucking planet Earth. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, but it's that they were born on that exact day, at, and then this event is happening, and it's happening right here. Like yeah, the location, a, the longitude, latitude is the big factor. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. 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 Yeah. Love that but, shit. Yeah, that's what makes it legit. You know. Yeah. Totally. Totally believe. Totally. And I love the final solution is just to lock these two high school girls in the closet and let them figure it out. Mm. Yeah, I like that too. I like that. Um, I think this ends totally fine too. Like I'm fine with the ending. I know some people might have their druthers with this kind of shit, but I'm like, yeah, this makes sense because this passes in there like what? Just vessels? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, basically that that moment in time is over. Swallow and the- consume everything in its path. Maybe the answer lies even beyond our grasp. Mulder, even in his voiceover, he's kind of suggesting, and Edgerton's like, maybe it was Satan. <laughs> he said, could be Satan. Could be Satan, you know? Yeah. And uh, But I love that what does linger is a little cattiness between Mulder and Scully. Of course. And she does uh, She does take the wheel. She does. She does take the wheel. I like that. Shh, shut up, Mulder. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Good ending, for sure. I was yeah. like, how are they going to end this fucker? Yeah, you're, I mean, you are right. It definitely has a bit of that D-hand, like, what, what did we actually do here? Yeah, that's because the, you can't solve Satan or Cthulhu or the cosmos, you know, it's... Yep. Yeah, I mean, you could say, did they did they do any damage control? I'm not even sure you can say that. <laughs> yeah, it's... They tried. May, maybe. You know, maybe by zeroing in on these girls, they kept more people from dying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Best you can hope for. <laughs> But still, fun, uh, fun as shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and boy, like we said, we'd had a lot of uh, a lot of feedback on this one. I guess to uh, to sum it up, I will give this one a love. Nice. Uh, it's a love for me. But I also, I don't think it's a great episode. I totally understand what you're saying. <laughs> you know, this is a love. 
you know, I think if you watch all of X-Files one time through, this doesn't make your top 20, 30, I don't know, whatever, whatever you want to call it list. Mm. But I, and I think I've said this for an episode before, I don't remember which it is, but like, this is like an X-Files fan X-Files episode. Like the, the more you enjoy the show and particularly the more you watch this episode a few times, I think the more you'll come to appreciate it. It's, you know, it's, I wouldn't say the the whole is greater than some of the parts. I, I just think, you know, in some ways it's kind here, of fan here, here, Here's what it is. I think what it is is once you get over the shock of the fact that we're going to oscillate between two kind of tonally different things, and when you sit down, you're like, you know it's coming, and it's not, you know, it's, it's that that's, that's very, a, very common with me and anything. That's a big, big thing, right? for sure. Because it's like if you're watching something and you get hit in the face with a bucket of water, you go, what the fuck? Yep. It's like the first because, time a lot of people watch from dusk till dawn and they're like, whoa, this crazy crime movie. And they're like, what the fuck? Did this yeah, bar full that, of people turn into vampires and now it's like a splatterpunk movie? That happened to me big time. That, um, what's that movie with um, Neil uh, Jurassic Park guy in space? Oh, ship. Event Horizon. Yeah, that's Event Horizon. bonkers. Like all of a sudden that movie gets like way out there. I mean, of course, because... By reading the description to you, mm-hmm. a rare alignment of the planets give two homicidal teenage girls dangerous telekinetic powers while simultaneously driving their small town insane with satanic panic. Yeah. Mulder's interest in the local female detective makes Scully jealous. I mean, that last line is kind of like a, huh? <laughs> That's the only one that kind of makes, what? Even in <laughs> what the synopsis, like, ugh. <laughs> Fucking somebody's <laughs> throwing screwballs over the plate. <laughs> That's funny. I like it. Me I too. like it. Um, so, like for you, love for me. Perfect. And uh, you got any listener comments you want to hit? Yeah, you know, there's some. Um, there's a bunch that were. Um, there are a oh, bunch. So many. There's so many comments on a bunch of things. Number one, the questions. Number two, the episode. But um, I will dive into Mike Angelieri. He says, mm-hmm. "I think the fun lies in Mulder and Scully finally being at odds with one another in such uncharacteristically hostile ways." It's sort of character for them, and it ties into the episode, which gives the actors a little way to spread their wings in an early season. Why do you always have to draw it? Because you're the guy. Because you're the big macho man. No, I was just sure your little feet would never reach the pedals. Why I like this comment is because he is right in that they do get a chance to play uncharacteristically to their strengths as actors, and that's something I didn't appreciate on my first viewing and did on my second. And that comment kind of cemented that thought for me. So that's, I totally hear, like, reading that before I watched it, I was like, oh, interesting. And then watching it twice, I go, aha, I get what you're saying, Mike. So that's a good comment mm. for me. And actually, to back up, kind of going off of a lot of how we uh, we got to our feelings in the episode, Rashmi says, uh, this is my first time watching this episode, and I can't say I share the same love for it. The goofiness, sure, fine, whatever, <laughs> didn't help with the overall plot weakness. While there have been other episodes where Mulder and Scully do nothing, the overall motivation, mean girls got to be mean, and resolution, crying in a holding room, didn't do anything for me. Um, hmm. Kind of off that, you know, not not very impressed from the first viewing. But I think a lot of a lot of people that are talking about Diggins episode talk about having you know watched it back in the day and seeing it again and yeah. relating to it in like a high school and then out of high school kind of. Uh, kind of thing um, like the like nikki benoit's comments says that you know talking about watching it at 13 terry and margie were so cool lipstick leather jackets creepy seduction rituals right that that has an impression on you when you see it at the right age that totally makes mm-hmm. sense to me and, and to completely contradict what i just claimed i'm going to read carmelita's comment <laughs> um Syzygy is one of my all-time favorite episodes. I love that a very relatable experience, the volatility of relationships in high school, is explored here as an X-File. Don't know if it's the same for guys, but among my female friends, you'd see a pair of close friends that were attached to the hip, have some disagreement, and suddenly be at each other's throats. Truly baffling, but we lived it. Indeed. I hate to be sexist. I do think that's more of a high school girl thing than a high school boy thing. Boys have plenty of other issues in high school. <laughs> uh, when I heard the announcement, this podcast would be going back to cover every X. Ex- x-files episode in order this was the first episode that came to mind as being one i was so excited would get the lsg treatment Ooh. I, was a, I was a teenager when this first aired and i can still vividly remember watching it syzygy was an instant favorite so i was um, i was wrong on that and you know carmelita i, I hope uh, i hope we did it fair enough treatment. hell yeah that's in line with kind of what nikki was saying about seeing it at the right age yeah awesome yeah i like it um and uh moving on yes we have another question to answer Ooh. Off topic. Um, huh? Well, on yeah. on off topic, I guess you'd say. BP threw something up on the X Files page, Hit me. and uh, we got some good ones. And in light of so this being ones. 
in being a little bit of a high school level, I thought we'd go with a high school level question. And you already kind of introduced the topic. Fuck, Mary kill. This comes from Matt Conrad. Fuck, Mary kill the lone gunman. Okay. You want to go first or second? I can go first. Go, baby. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just go against the grain because it's fun for me. <laughs> I'm going to marry buyers, and here's why. Because <laughs> I want my fucking electricity to stay on. Okay? <laughs> Langley can die. Do you know why? I don't want to hear about his stupid album collection. I'm sick of it. I'm not a fucking 23-year-old starry-eyed girl. And I'm going to fuck Frohickey because I think he's going to be a freak in the sack. Okay? I want to keep my lights on. I don't care about your dumb CDs or this fucking concert poster you got signed by fucking Ozzy. I don't care anymore about that shit. Shut up. Mm. Keep my electricity on and let me fuck the weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, you kind of stole my thunder. Oh, no, I'm sorry. (laughs) Fuck. God damn it. Pretty much identical. I had a feeling you were going to do that. Because like we're both reasoning. not young girls. <laughs> right. Because there's a part of you that's like, well, may, Mary Langley, maybe like he's, he's you know, he's got then a big he, but heart. Then, but but yeah, but then what? But You're going to be at the I, barbecue. He's going to pull out the guitar. And I'm going to fucking want to smash it over his head. <laughs> I can't put the guitar away. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to come home and there's going to be some, you know, some $1,500 fucking signed record he got. Yay. And he's hang. Yeah. Yeah, cool. but the guy's taking the car. Can, can we make rent? Hey, water shut off. Yeah. Myers, it's not splashy. Honey, it's I'm going to go get the guitar. Oh, fuck me. He's going to get the fucking guitar. <laughs> I'm going to smash it over his fucking head and throw it in the fire. Yeah. 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 I was one of the guys yeah, that would fucking play that guitar, too. So I know. It's self-loathing, believe me. Nothing exciting about, about Byers. But, you know, at least he's going to be like a gentleman about it, right? Yeah. He's, he's going to make sure you're taken care of yes. in the bedroom. It's going to be kind of like He might not. It might get boring. I don't care. You know what? Just come. It's going to get boring. Just come. It's, gonna, it's fine. Yeah. Keep my fucking yeah. premium stations. Dump your load in me. I don't give a fuck. Let's go. And I'll fucking make sure you separate the whites. I don't know. Like, that's it. Let's go. Mm. Oh, yeah. You're getting called out in the chat for being the guitar guy. I was. I know. That's what I just said. <laughs> I was 20. Right. I was 20 something, though. So. So we both marry buyers. We both fuck for hickey. Yeah. Because he's a freak in the sack. He's going to sweat all over you, and I kind of like it. Yeah. And, and then he's going to say some funny shit right afterwards. Yeah, to- totally. <laughs> like really Something like a perfect t- one-liner <laughs> right after he nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and you're lying there all sweaty. Okay. Oh, gross hair all over each other. Yeah. Weird. There was a second gunman. He'd say some <laughs> conspiratorial <laughs> shit. <laughs> You see, the whole time you were plowing him. Golf a Duncan is reload, Jesus. Black helicopters, fuck. Black helicopters, fuck. Fucking Fro Hickey, he's sweating. He's going to be sweating. And I thought Deep Throat was the only. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's easy. That's Hell easy. yeah. Yeah, don't move, don't boy. move, don't move, don't move. Black helicopters, don't move. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Uh, sure. I can't move. <laughs> Do you want to just move over a second? Guns for hostages! Ah! <laughs> stop, 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 stop. <laughs> Sweating on you, Frohickey. I like it. Buyers, just keep HBO running, dude. So I can. troops in Cambodia. <laughs> Pull pot. I want to watch The Wire, so keep it on. <laughs> All right. Yep. Keep yep. my high speed internet so I can go stream on Twitch. You know. Mm-hmm. Bring- and yeah, and you have to do the thing about buyers. Like he, for, he's going to be pulling six figures, right? And he's going to be supportive Close. of like the dumb artsy thing, like we want to do, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Like oh, you want to, you want, you guys want to be professional podcasters. You want to quit your jobs. Yeah. Buyer, buyers are going to support that. Hell yeah. And, and you're going to have the financial backing to do it. Fucking easy. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. That's it, man. They're asking like for tack like talk, it. but there's no tack talk this week. No. The only tack talk I could think of was um, <laughs> when the guns start going <laughs> I know, out. I know. And Mulder pulls out the pistol, just like looks at it. Dude. Not paying attention at all to where it's pointed. Boy's got, you a, know? Boy's got a death wish. <laughs> Third rule of firearms. I have an idea. Weapon. Since guns are going off, let me pull this one out and wave it around. Oopsie. <laughs> hey, weird. <laughs> well, and that will be a uh that's an X Files face mask going out to Matt Conrad. Maddie yeah. will hit you up. Um so get in on that. We'll be continuing that for another uh episode or two. And uh, I want to keep this little fun segment going. I, I know I enjoy yeah. having a little non sequitur X Files thing to talk about. So get on the Facebook page. Um free to join, obviously. Just gotta uh gotta gotta join it. 
and answer a fucking question. Yeah, awesome questions, by the way. The fucking synopsis, I had one in my head immediately, and I had my actors. I had my actress in my head immediately, and then I had my act. Oh, don't give it away. I'm not We're going come to. back to these. And then I had my okay. act. I have a feeling this will be like an end of season thing, but I had an actor in my head. It took me about 10 minutes of thinking, but I had the actress immediately. Oh, okay. Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, y'all. Well, it's been real. And in, uh, and in the spirit of the X-Files podcast, Joshua, tell these good people goodbye. Oh, wait. We got to tell them what's next. Grotesque. Two weeks out. Oh, grotesque. We're, I'm so we're, sorry. We're talking about gargoyles, motherfucker. Oh, no, we aren't. Yep. A thousand times I apologize. Gargoyles. gargoyles. That's gargoyles. it. Hell yeah. And you know what else, Dean? What's that, pal? You telling them goodbye? It's all about the reading of the tarot cards, Dean. Listening to the X Files podcast by LSG Media. Visit us on the web at libertystreetgeek.net. That's libertystreetgeek.net. Mm-hmm.